Hello, governors, and welcome to Animate the World, a telly about two old chaps and their love letter to animation in all its bloody fantastic forms. I'm your co-host, Kelly Smeemo. And I'm Richard Minori. Hello, Richard. Hello, governor. You said bloody on the air, which is a curse word. We'll be taking mine down with the FCC, won't we? Yes, we do. Love us. I'll take them. You'll fight I've got me two fisticuffs ready to take them on a brawl. Oh, yes. Well said, lad. Now, I've got a question for you in particular, Richard. I don't know if you're, you know, reading the news in the newspaper or what the Queen has shouted from her (laughs) castle recently, but the new Pokemon game is going to be set in England. Oh, I see why we're talking like this now. <laughs> what are you talking about? This is how we talk all the time. This is how we talk all the time. Well, governor, I want you to know I don't write like the water starter. What? <laughs> all right. This conversation was going to be what's your favorite starter and why is it Sorbel, the depressed lizard? <laughs> And now you've just wrecked it. You've just ruined it, is what you've done. Oh, blimey, I do believe I've ruined it. Oh, I can't <laughs> renounce my faith. I don't like that frog. No, sir, no, I don't. Not that let lizard. Me te- let, me, let me guess. You like that shitty monkey. No, I hate the monkey. <laughs> I think the monkey looks terrible, too. <laughs> <laughs> okay, then, so you like the rabbit? I, unfortunately, the my favorite one so far is the rabbit's. How dare you? I've, How do you not like the depressed lizard? I, I have never liked a fire... I mean, like, I've always liked the fire stars, but I've never been like, that's my favorite one until this generation. Uh-huh. What about Charmander? Charmander, man. I like Bulbasaur more. <sighs> Actually, that's How wrong. Cyndaquil, well... Hmm. I really did like Cyndaquil a lot, but I also I really... I thought you really liked Fennekin. No, 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 no. I am Chestnut all the way. Oh, yeah, that's right, that's right. Chessman. And everyone thinks Chessman's the ugliest. And I he just is. have to say to them, I'm No, okay, the water starter's the best one. It has Sob in the name. <laughs> oh, that's why its name is that. Yeah, because it's a depressed lizard. Okay, okay, but like... Here's it's me, thing. Richard. <laughs> the depressed lizard. Exactly. Do you also... Um, like blend in with the background and live underwater. Yeah, I do, and I also cry. Oh no! Do you? I really hope that his like water move is just him crying. What was that one thing when we were Poke Freshmon? The tears. Yeah, that was my move. That was your move? Are you? You're a water type Pokemon. Yeah. Um, it's crazy. Well, so I I get it. It's a lizard. Okay, it's water. Um, it does kind of look like all the other water Pokemon I've ever seen before. How dare you? Of course, I don't know what it's going to be when it grows up. Like, that's the thing with yeah, Pokemon. Yeah, Like, thing. the final evolution sometimes really I think dry. it's going to be Water Ghost. I would love it if it were Water Ghost. <gasps> because it's like, it's invisible. Yeah. Oh my god, wait, Kelly, that would be so cool. Yeah, I know. But it's not going to be that. Okay. I also heard a thing that it was like they're all sports themed. Okay, okay, okay. 
there is sports in this, right? Yeah, well, he's like in a soccer uniform in the trailer. That's what I said, and all my friends are like, nah, that's his Pokemon fighting uniform. And I'm like, that's not what Pokemon fighting uniform looks like. No, and it's England, and they love soccer. They do I mean, love football. soccer. Football. But, football. like, here's the thing. So, Sobble, soccer. Okay. Grookey, hockey. Uh, score bunny, score. <laughs> Sports. Sport. Wait, okay. Hmm. I hadn't really considered this, but, like, there's a lot of good stuff that needs to happen if they're in England. Number one, tea. All the time, always. Yes. Number two, lots of football. True. Number three, British accents and a British team rocket. Oh, my God. Just fancy. Just people in top hats. Yes. Yes. I really want to, I know, I want another fancy, like, very, very fancy evil team, like Team Flair, except Team Flair was just... French. French and wearing red. I want people in ridiculous outfits. Mm. So I've already seen art of like the champion being the queen of England with just six corgis. (laughs) (laughs) And I've also seen, um, so like it's called Pokemon Sword and Shield. Mm -hmm. And everyone's like, I can't wait for the third game Pokemon Gun. Yeah, no, absolutely. (laughs) Like, (laughs) <laughs> why don't stuff. they have guns in the pokemon world they do in the anime do they have guns yeah it got um erased for, by four kids but uh, they have course. guns there's like a whole episode where they have guns and there's just guns i mean like... it kind of defeats the purpose of pokemon i guess well i choose got a gun well, like... <laughs> um <laughs> I mean, Detective Pikachu definitely has to have a Okay, gun, right? that brings me to my next thing, is that I have a new segment for this show. Mm-hmm. And it's called Pikachu, Detective Pikachu Watch Party. Yay! I Where we just do thing. updates. You haven't seen it? No, all I saw was that oh horrible Ludicolo you sent me. <laughs> it's so good! It's so terrifying. Okay, wait, we're watching the trailer right okay, now. Okay, thank you. It's really important to me. Okay, okay, okay. So. How did you not do the be have this be the first thing that you do? Because I because morning. I'm still in that stage, Kelly, where I look at Detective Pikachu and I'm like, wow, that was really hard for me to say. Detective Pikachu and I'm like, that's not real. That can't be right. No, it's it's very real, and every day I grow more excited about. Oh my it. god, we they've been building up this hype for so long, and like, when does it even come out? May tenth. What? That's so soon! Yes! Holy crap! I'm very excited. He's really cute. I can't lie. I love Pikachu. I just want to touch it. Richard, Pikachu cursed. He did? He said, get me the hell out of here. That's inappropriate! (laughs) Oh my god, Mewtwo? What the hell? (laughs) Wait. Mewtwo's in this. People are going to die. Why is Mr. Mime in all of these trailers? He's he's the sex appeal. No! <laughs> oh. His shoulders are dodgeballs and his face is horrible. <laughs> Richard, I love this movie. Okay, <laughs> I'm getting more and more not scared. And like, this is a gradual process that's happening. Richard, how does it feel to just be such a traitor to the Pokemon brand? I'm not their number one fan, and you don't support their creative endeavors. I am not the traitor here. Pokemon is the traitor here. (laughs) 
they put real people in it and it's made in America and I and and also also wow my levels are out of here also also Ludicolo screamed at the main character in its horrible scary voice I love it I love every moment of it I guess when you see little snippets of it like in a rapid suggestion help me kelly's rapid succession like all in one bit like it's kind of scary but now that i'm getting a chance to like sit and watch them move around and be like cgi monsters it is not as scary it is not as bad it was never scary saw jigglypuff you saw jigglypuff with its hair all of the hair would you rather it just be skin just a little flesh ball. Mm, that's a good question, Kelly. I've never thought about this. Because <laughs> that's what you're proposing if you didn't want it to have fur or hair. Jigglypuff is fluffy, right? Like, that's like canon, right? Like, he's got the little squirrel. But, like, it's so smooth. Yeah. And so spherical and so puffy-uppy. Sure. You'd think that if a normal monster were to inflate itself... Oh, excuse me. You think that if a normal monster were to inflate itself and it had hair, the hair would like, you'd see the skin stretching beneath it and you'd see like the follicles bursting, the blood vessels just expanding. And like, I don't know. You think Jigglypuff is inflated? You think there's like a small, like a puffer fish? Like there's another Jigglypuff we haven't seen? No, 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 no. It's just Jigglypuff is the balloon Pokemon. And so what it does in like Super Is that true? Yeah. No, absolutely. It is. It, it's oh first Pokedex entry is the balloon Pokemon. What it used to do in the Pokemon manga was it could fly by inflating itself. I hate it. And what it does in Super Smash Bros. for the past couple generations is it gets really big. It inflates itself and gets so big. And that's why it sings is because it's full of air. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> okay. Well, look, this is what I'm saying. I'm saying that Detective Pikachu is the best movie to come out ever okay okay and i'm saying it now and i'm gonna and it's gonna hold true and it's gonna change the world kelly you have uh placed yourself upon the board of history yes you take a stance on this i do when we taking a stance history has its eyes on you kelly smirma what if we look (laughs) back on this episode and we're like wow kelly you are so right or wow kelly how could you have ever said that I stand by my decision that this is going to be, this movie is going to change the world. I think I'm just afraid to, I'm afraid. I'm just afraid to love. (laughs) I'm just afraid to trust anything. I see. That's understandable. I think you're just like, you know, Detective Pikachu is going to solve that case, Richard, and how to get into your heart. How to little burrow his little way in. Don't say burrow. (laughs) I... I'm afraid of them. I'm, I get like weird skin tingly feelings when I look at these monsters. Wow, you're just a sad man. I, yeah, I can't argue with that. Richard? Yes? I need um, some musica. Oh, you got it, Kelly Simo. I got my instrument right here. I've been practicing it for years. Crikey. <laughs> Blimey. <laughs> Governor. And that's the song I wrote for you. Wow. Kelly's current That's corner. A really good song. Thank, Thank you. you so much. I wrote it. Um, hello everyone and welcome to Kelly's current corner. And I just want to say that it is looking very plush. You're probably wondering why there is just a car. 
in the middle of my room oh. and how it got there because Kelly can't drive. Hmm. Um, and well, it's because I watched like 10 more episodes of Revolutionary Girl Lieutenant. Oh, and are there cars now? Well, <laughs> are there cars now? There is specifically one car that the main antagonist likes to drive and it's his sex car Ooh. because sex happens in it. And then every episode, new characters go in the sex car and then the driver, the antagonist, he unbuttons his shirt completely and then he does a little somersault onto the hood of his car as it's still driving and it's the same shot each time and it's weird and it's the sex car. Kelly... How many seasons of Revolutionary Girl Lieutenant are there? Three. Okay, and this is the third one. Yeah, the and, third one is the car one. And, Apparently okay. in the movie they go further because they turn into the car. I'm sorry, what? Yeah, according to Ravenna, our um, agent in the field, mm-hmm. in the movie version, the they're Transformers. Okay, okay. <laughs> but I don't. that is not what is happening right now. They are just getting in the car and the sexy times are implied. Why? Utena is such an interesting thing to me. Because usually each anime has one thing that they do every episode. But this one has three separate seasons with three separate things they do every episode. Yeah. She doesn't even climb the stairs anymore. Oh, I remember There's an elevator now. Oh, that's faster. Yeah, they have an elevator. So you see the stairs, but she doesn't have to climb it. And I think the elevator is just there because now they have a car they have to bring up there. And so it's like, how'd you drive up those stairs? Well, there's an elevator. Oh, is it so. big enough for a car? I don't know. Cause the car's <laughs> never in it. It's just like always on the roof there. And you're like, hello, sex car. Um, yeah. Do you think they had it airlifted in? Maybe. They're, they're wealthy, I mean, they're all right? rich. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, so I am hoping to finish it very soon. Exciting. How many more episodes? So yeah, I'm excited. Um, I have, I still don't really like Anthe, which apparently is a sin because every time I say she should die, Ravenna wants to kill her. Oh, that is, that, that's a sin. So we'll see. Um, but yeah, I'm excited to watch the rest of it. Nice. Exciting. Uh, the other thing I watched, I don't know if this counts, but I feel like I'm legally obligated to mention it because you're on this podcast, Richard. Oh. But I watched another trailer this past week. Oh. And it was for Frozen 2. Yeah, I watched and, that too. And I don't like Frozen, but Frozen 2 trailer made me intrigued. <laughs> No, Kelly, let's get into this really quickly. You don't <laughs> like Frozen, you say. I, I don't. Okay. That's fine. Go Richard, on. Richard, you know this. I know, but every time I hear it, it's a surprise to me. There's, Richard, this, there's a giant hole in the story. I know. I'm okay with that. <laughs> But I am in, very much intrigued with this Frozen 2 trailer and the fact that it looks like an action adventure mm-hmm, mm-hmm. with, like, drama and stuff. And so, like, we'll we'll see. Yeah, I'm she's going to freeze the whole ocean. Yeah, I don't know what the hell's going on. So I'm intrigued. I'm, I will watch it. Yeah. So, yeah, we'll, we'll go from there. Um, and that's, that's everything that's in my room right now. Mm-hmm. Just sad because I'm supposed to be watching a ton of other things and I just haven't. Same. 
Anyway. Hmm. Richard's Rambunctious Room. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Richard's Rambunctious Room. What's that you say? It's full of video games. That's true. It is full of video games. <laughs> um, my main animation that I've been nibbling on recently has been, uh, first of all, Bayonetta 2. I have huh. mentioned it on this show before, but just as a recap for those who may not remember, Bayonetta is a Japanese game by, I think it originally came out on Xbox, but it's been ported to all these different um, systems. It is about this witch who uh, gets locked up in a coffin uh, and then she gets hidden under the sea. And when she wakes up, she finds that she has lost all of her memories. And she, the only thing she knows is that she is alone in the world as a witch and there are no other witches alive. Um, mm. And so what she's trying to do is trying to discover her identity. That was Bayonetta 1. Bayonetta 2... Bayonetta has, like, found out her identity. She found a cool witch friend who she hangs out with all the time. And her witch friend gets uh, killed and her soul gets dragged to hell, which is what happens with witches. And so she's like, I don't think so. And so she goes to hell to get her friend back. Aww. Um, here's the thing about Bayonetta. Hold she's on just a moment. Smash. I'm going to step away for a moment because I'm going to go tell people in the living room to be a little bit more quiet. Excuse me for a moment. <laughs> oh! Um, I wrote Rich. I wrote Richard a song, um, and he wasn't impressed by it for whatever reason, because he didn't comment. And um, the song went like went like this: This is the story of a man. His name is Richard, and he is quite bland. And while he looks so dumb in photographs, I absolutely hate him. I'm back. When he talks. I, oh, were you singing your darn song again, Kelly? You know how I feel about music. <laughs> Go on about Bayonetta. Isn't she in Smash now? She is in Smash. Uh, she's a very cool <laughs> character in Smash. Um, so, but here's the thing about Bayonetta. So you know how Japan... Wait, let me say that again without moving back. You know how Japan, like... Loves women. Loves women. <laughs> loves respecting women. Yeah, loves... They just love respecting women. I... It's incredible. There are... She... Bayonetta... Is just, if you were to take the male gaze and just, yeah. like, crystallize it, that mm -hmm. is Bayonetta. Amazing. Um, so, like, pure, unfiltered, aged male gaze. Yes, absolutely. Um, she, her, <laughs> her thing is that her clothes are made of her own hair, um, uh. which is long and black and beautiful. And when she summons demons, she uses her hair as a conduit for demons, so, like, the demons that she summons are made up of, like, human hair, and it's really cool. But that doesn't mean that when she summons demons, she becomes naked. Oh, yeah. of course. Uh, so here's my I mean, honestly, that, like, that's, you know, just, like, it's actually great because it really does give that representation. Because that's just a daily struggle for most women is mm. that, like, they always just have to rip their clothes off if they want to do anything. Absolutely. And finally, <laughs> someone's telling the story of these naked women running around with <laughs> big, big boobies. Um, here's the thing about Bayonetta. Accidentally, I think, maybe intentionally, but I do believe it's accidentally, they made her an excellent, incredible character who I really love a lot, who is like <laughs> very, 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 very powerful, loves to punch and kick everything and is super badass. So like, I love her to death. 
And like also she like the entire focus of the second game is about her and her friendship and like the other way they're definitely they may not be in love but I definitely think they're in love and they like are they do anything for each other and they're all they have left in the world and also they just love killing angels together which is super rad. Um, Anyway that's my take on Bayonetta. I love the game so much the gameplay is very very fun and the graphics are beautiful. Um, yeah, that those boobies. The boobies are everywhere. Um, <laughs> and uh, Bayonetta three has been announced. They I haven't said anything about it, but I'm waiting with bated breath. Um, Amazing. The other game that's been excited that I haven't actually been playing, but I've been watching a lot of it's Kingdom Hearts three, which finally came out this year. Hey. It's been a thousand years since between Kingdom Hearts two and three. And uh, my theory about Kingdom Hearts is like it's a fan fiction created by Square Enix and Disney about like. I don't know, you stick all your favorite Disney characters together, make them kiss and punch each other, and then, like, you, like, they finally came out with the latest chapter. People have been itching for this latest chapter, but, like, no one's had it for 15 years, and so we're finally getting it, and everyone's really excited. And it's a very pretty game. It's very beautiful. Yeah. They add a lot Uh, of new mechanics. Do you watch um, Polygon's YouTube series Unravel? Yes, I saw the one about applying the hero's journey to Kingdom Hearts. Okay, good. Um, the most recent one is really good, Richard. You should listen. Which one it. is it? What is it? The one about Bowser's army. <gasps> yes, yes. Oh, gosh. Where Mario's a war criminal. <laughs> oh, my God, they're civilians. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, Polygon. Yeah, no. Good yeah. stuff. Okay, huh. Richard, thank you for being our... Our man in the field. Our man in the field for video games. I also watch a lot more Asobi Asobase. That show, uh, I haven't cried left in a really long time, and that show made me do that recently. Oh my god. Like, That's it's... a really like crazy one with the three girls, right? Yes. And like it's at Nichijo has made me cry laugh a lot, but like this one, every single episode I'm dying. So like it's Really? Yes. Every episode wow. I find something absolutely hilarious. Uh not type it up too much. Like don't like go into it like expecting to laugh a lot and then like only have a few chuckles. I just really enjoyed it. So Richard's it very easy to get left. I love it. They, they dangled some keys on the screen and I was like, whoa, <laughs> comedic yeah. genius. Yeah. Oh, did you write that <laughs> joke yourself, Kelly? I did. <laughs> <laughs> Richard. Oh, yes. What are we doing? We got to go. I got to go. I got to go. What are we doing in here? I gotta go. Mm-hmm. I need to go, go on a quest, Richard. Yeah, well, you can't go alone. There's <laughs> the zombies and flipping oh, like dolls and shit. Oh my! Oh my! You yes, as that song goes, you need yeah. to go to the anime club. The anime club. So we're back here to report our findings from Puppet in the anime. And can I just say, what a great, what a great bunch of episodes. What a great bunch of episodes. Am I right? (laughs) Uh, Even though it's mostly just like exposition, I just, there's just something so fun about it. This show is bananas, Kelly. This show's dumb. (laughs) This show's straight dumb. (laughs) And yet, and yet. I love it so much. Uh, just the twist that we get, because mm-hmm. let's 
last episode we were like, how are they going to solve this problem <laughs> with Phoenix Killer? He has the flute. The poke flute. What will they ever do? <laughs> the solution to this problem. It's so Inc- dumb. This show is <laughs> dumb. <laughs> it's incredible. Mm-hmm. Absolutely incredible. Mm-hmm. Um... But, yeah, without further ado, episode five of Puppageddon. We start off with some gossiping about, you know, Phoenix Killer and how he's the most hated man alive. Everyone hates that man. And Ice Prince is like, you know, in this quest, everyone has a job. Archer is going to kill the the bot. The demon lady is going to do the zombies. Sis is here. And Beige Man is also here. But I don't have a job. <laughs> so I offer nothing to this. So let me let me fight Phoenix Killer. Because I'm looking for some clout to get, you know, promo my Instagram. Mm-hmm. Get some fame. And um, right now it's like I don't even exist. But if I kill the dude, like, I'm going to get that clout. Mm-hmm. And it's going to be great. Mm-hmm. And everyone's like, that's stupid. <laughs> and Demon Lady's like, I have an idea. I could poison both of you. (laughs) And no one likes that idea either. But no one else has any better ideas. Mm -hmm. So Ice Prince is like, I guess I'm going to go fight the Phoenix Killer. And Sis is like, I'll fight with you. And Ice Prince is like, really? Like, you would do that for me? And Sis is like, what the hell are you talking about? (laughs) It's for my honor. This is like, this is my problem. I'm going to do it. Why are you making it weird? <laughs> anyway, Beige Man Sundre is out because he's mad mm-hmm. and he's a Sundre. So he like huff, 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 huff and leaves mm-hmm. um, to figure out. Vape Wizard turns to the group and is like, don't do anything yet. I need to think some more and figure this out. And there's like this dramatic zoom on his face. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of dramatic zooming and close-ups in these episodes and it's really good which is hilarious because puppets don't have facial expressions they have (laughs) one face and so zooming on their face is sometimes a very funny choice to make (laughs) i think it evokes a lot of emotion in me no sure that's why i'm like oh this is dramatic and then they slow blink and i'm like ah (laughs) (laughs) so beige man decides to visit phoenix um screaming phoenix killer who's just like at the temple still just chilling and he's there to kind of tell him what's up which is like why are you doing this and so he aggress they aggressively like drink water at each other um it's water because that's this is a pg podcast and (laughs) so they're dressing aggressively drinking water at each other while he tells him that like yeah ice prince wants to come fight you but i know you'll kill him and like you need to not do that can't you just chill and phoenix killer's like don't you know like i'm kind of a big deal <laughs> like i'm like huge <laughs> in on insta and so it's <laughs> just on instagram <laughs> um but uh beige man is like i've never heard of you in my life and that's that hurts Phoenix mm-hmm. Killer's feelings because he's like, "What? What do you? What do you mean you've never heard of me? Uh, I'm, I'm, my name is Screaming Phoenix Killer. It's not a common name. I don't have think you it not is. heard of me." And Beige Man's like, "Well, I'm not from around here. Like, I came from this like place, you know, that's like I had to walk through the wastelands and it like took forever to get here. 
So, like, I just don't really know what's going on over here. So, it makes sense. And Phoenix mm-hmm. Killer's like, what the hell are you talking about? <laughs> you're a really bad liar. There's no way you came from the wastelands because you're alive. <laughs> and Beige Man's like, I mean, yeah, it was, like, kind of hard. But, like, you know, it's, like, fine. And Felix Killer's like, you're an idiot. So, Beige Man's like, give me the flute, though. <laughs> And Phoenix Killer is like, no, this is the only way I can talk to my ex. So, and then he cackles. Phoenix Killer likes to cackle. Yes, he does. (laughs) It's amazing. And then, like, (laughs) this episode. And then Phoenix Killer goes through this whole thing where he's like, I could have killed you at any moment. And then there's, like, a bunch of, like, in his mind, mm-hmm. um, details of like decapitating mm-hmm. um, Beige Man over and over again in different ways, but each way, like Beige Man's able to like counter him in his mind. Like he's like Beige Man hasn't let his guard down, and he's the first person to not do that. Um, but and so he's like trying to convince Beige Man to fight him because that's how Phoenix Killer talk communicates mm-hmm. is by killing people yes. and. <laughs> Um, he finally is able to get Beige Man to agree and fight him. And so they're about to fight, and then the table just explodes. <laughs> and Vape Wizard is there. He vaped he did... all over him. <laughs> he just keeps on vaping, and they can't breathe, and so they have to stop fighting. <laughs> and so Vape Wizard is like, I have the perfect solution. And everyone's <laughs> I don't like, understand this part. And everyone's like, yeah. And Vape Wizard's like, you murderer should come with us on this quest because you're not going to give up that flute and everyone's going to die trying to get that flute so you might as well just tag along and use the flute for us and beige man's like that's the dumbest thing i've ever heard (laughs) and phoenix is like that's the dumbest thing i've ever heard i want to fight you (laughs) and um uh, vape wizard's like okay 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 but like once you like guide us through the cave of whatever void with your flute um then you can have my head which is like saying you can have my heart mm-hmm. um like you can fight me then and it'll be chill and like screaming phoenix killer's like oh okay <laughs> sounds good and beige man's like <laughs> what <laughs> So Beige Man and uh, Vape Wizard, you know, walk back to their little hotel and he's like, why the heck would you ever agree to something like that? It makes no sense. You're just saying that you're going to die later instead of now. And Vape Wizard's like, well, it's your fault. You forced my hand because I knew you would do this dumb stuff. (laughs) And so I had to step in. Also, by the way, it looks like my ex might have a crush on you now. So (laughs) he's a wily one. Just let you know. And then like, Beigeman's like, why do you even need me on this quest? <laughs> I don't want to be here. I'm just traveling. This is the worst vacation I've ever been on. <laughs> and Vape Wizard's like, I'm not going to tell you. Unless you tell me something. But haha, I'm not going to tell you. And it's very annoying. Then it cuts to Sword Lover, who is stroking his swords. Mm-hmm. And it, he's like showing off his sword collection <laughs> in his Grayskull Mansion. For like, um, and like he keeps one of the swords or the sword hilt that he got from Bro in his throne, like like some kind of freak. Mm-hmm. Um, but 
he's talking to his little minions and they're like what should we do like we have to fight them because we keep losing or whatever and they're like and he's like you know i think they're actually coming to visit us isn't that exciting a reunion (laughs) and it's like what and the episode ends i kelly um (sighs) vape wizard has nothing in his hands at any moment besides his vape yes and he's literally standing five feet away from screaming Phoenix Killer. <laughs> I don't understand. Like, why doesn't he just kill Vape Wizard? He's in love. Okay. But, like, also, he really wants to kill Vape Wizard. Yeah, but he wants, like, Vape Wizard to reciprocate. Screaming Phoenix Killer is all about consent. Oh, I see. <laughs> yeah. I see. <laughs> he's an upstanding kind of guy. Why didn't Streaming Phoenix just not agree and then walk away and then force Vape Wizard to fight him? Because maybe Screaming Phoenix Killer is secretly alone and wants friends. Oh, that makes sense. It makes sense that he's doing that instead of using an excellent 100% successful bargaining chip to force Vape Wizard to do something and instead doing whatever (laughs) Vape Wizard tells him to do. He's his little bitch. Oh, that's fair. (laughs) (laughs) Here's the thing. So Ravenna's watching this as well. And she's like, I predicted that Screaming Phoenix Killer would be one of those like redeemable villains that joins the party at the very end. Mm -hmm. I did not expect it to just be immediately. (laughs) (laughs) So it's pretty funny. Um, I love this show. Let's move on to episode two, shall we? Six. Whatever. (laughs) Six, that's the one. So we have assembled our entire adventuring party, and we're ready to finally go on the quest. Um, However, uh, they're, like, on the docks, and everyone's getting ready to go, and Ice Prince isn't convinced. He's like, why do we have this murderer, this, like, literal serial killer (laughs) on this boat with us going on this journey? And Screaming Phoenix Killer is like, Ha 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 ha. And just laughs and like toys with Ice Prince a little bit. Uh, yeah. And then Screaming Phoenix Killer offhandedly says, like, Oh, by the way, Beige Man walked through the spirit waste, or at least he claims he did, so like don't mess with him. And Ice Prince is like, Yeah, right. Like, I'm gonna believe that. Um, and like, then like Archer overhears and he walks over and he's like, Can you tell me a little bit more about yourself, Beige Man? Because this whole. Spirit Wasteland story is kind of BS. That's impossible, and I don't believe you. Uh, and he draws—he actually draws an arrow on Beige Man because he's like, "I literally need you to tell me who you are and what you're doing here because we're going into a life or death situation, and I trust you like five cents worth. I don't trust you at all." <laughs> um, but Vape Wizard comes in, and he uses some comparative historical linguistics to analyze the situation. Yeah, and he's like, "Huh, you know." We could choose to not believe Beige Man, but let's look at how he talks. And he explains this whole thing about how Beige Man, he, he speaks, the, the, he's a foreigner, but he speaks their language perfectly fine. And apparently this language is really hard for people to learn. <laughs> like yeah, it's very learn, difficult. It's, it's very hard to understand. And it's also like people who learn this language as a second language have a very 
um, they have an accent usually. And so Vape Wizard's like, well, you know, the country that Beige Man says he's from actually only separated from us a couple hundred years ago, not long enough of a time for a new language to develop, more of just dialects. So it's no one, like our languages that we speak are probably very closely related, if not the same, which is why this guy probably is from that area because he speaks our language so well. And also, this guy is definitely a foreigner. He knows nothing whatsoever. He's a child. <laughs> and like everyone's like, oh yeah, he does know nothing. And they just take that, t- they just completely accept he's a foreigner, but they're like, okay, he must be from this area. But still, everyone doubts him besides Vape Wizard. Vape Wizard. Coming to the rescue. Um, <laughs> they get on a boat that uh, Vape Wizard just magically procures. He's like, I got money or something. I pay for a boat. Yeah. And, and Beige he's Man's like, how does he pay for all of this? Loaded. <laughs> he's just loaded. He's um, laundering drugs. That has to be it. But you don't, don't smoke no supply, Vape Wizard. Um, <laughs> he, they start sailing off. And Beige Man is like, man, this Vape Wizard, what is his deal? He's got so much money. He's assembling this team of heroes. For what? He has no person. He has nothing to gain from assembling this band of heroes to help um, this lady recover the, the part of her brother's sword and to avenge her brother. Um, and so he goes and knocks. He's like, I need just need to find the person who knows um, ba- uh, who knows Vapor's the best and who isn't going to kill me. So he go. He doesn't go to Screaming <laughs> Phoenix Killer. He goes to uh, Demon Lady, the Horn Demon Lady, and he knocks on her door and he tries to have a conversation with her. The problem is that this conversation goes horrible. <laughs> um, he's like, Do you know anything about Vapor's it? And she's like, Ah, I see. You're trying to determine my allegiance. Don't worry, I'm not going to stab you guys in the back until after I have the sword. And he's like, no, 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 no. Like, I just want to learn more about Vape Wizard. And she's like, oh, I see. You're trying to, like, chat with me idly about, like, random information and gossip about people? I don't do that. And he's like, please just tell me something about Beige Man, because, or not about Vape Wizard, because you know him. Like, you seem to have a history with him. And she's like, can you not bring up this horrible history that I have with a man who, like, I hate? Like, I'm a demon. I could literally kill you right now. And he, like, basically, Beige Man tries to get information from Demon Lady about um, Vape Wizard, and it, it's horrible. He gets nothing. Uh, yeah, he then, basically, like, this team really needs some icebreakers. They really need some, some icebreakers. team building. They need to, like, go on a team-building exercise. Maybe this is a team-building exercise. Asking questions about Vape Wizard and yes. getting hostile responses. <laughs> anyway, bad conversation ends, and he's like, fine, I'm going on the deck, and I'm just going to walk around and be mad. So he goes out <laughs> onto the deck. It's the middle of the night, and he's walking around, and a little sis comes out. And they talk for a bit, and Beige Man is like, hey, what's up with Vape Wizard? Why is he helping you? And she's like, I don't really know, but he seems like a really good guy, and he's only helped me so far, so I'm probably just gonna trust him. And he's like, no one on this trip trusts, no one on this ship trusts anyone else. Everyone is distrustful of everyone else except for you. And I mean, like, can you blame them? There's like a guy who kills everyone, there's a demon, there's a mysterious man who pulls strings all over the place, and there's this random guy who claims to be a foreigner. And, but little sis is like, hey, you guys have all been really nice to me so far. I don't think we really need to waste our energy being suspicious of each other. We just have to work together. No. Um, and, like, that's that's fair. And Beige Man's like, whatever. I'm grumpy. Goodbye. Um, <laughs> and so the next day or maybe a couple days later, the ship finally arrives on the shore of the, the Demon Spine Mountains. Or the Evil Spine, the Brokeback Mountains or whatever. We're already here. Yeah, I, like, it's episode six. I can't believe we're already here in the final place. Um, but what? There's an army here. 
the the evil people from Mansion Grayskull just amassed a whole army. And two of the lieutenants are there. The lady who they fought earlier, who had like the cool throwing weapons, and this other guy who has these curved blades, uh, who we don't really know much about him except that he's another minion. Um Minions. Minions. They get there and um they're like, oh man, how are we gonna clear this whole crowd of people? And like even Screaming Phoenix Killer is like, man, I could kill those guys easy, but like there's a whole army of people. I can't take on a whole army, that'd be distracting. And so Screaming Phoenix Killer looks around and he's like, you know, whoever would clear this army would probably be remembered as the guy who beat the Screaming Phoenix Killer. And Ice <laughs> Prince immediately his ears perk up and he's like, What? Beat the Screaming Phoenix Killer? I can do that. And uh, Screaming Phoenix is like, yeah, sure. I won't stop you. Like, I'll, I'll literally let you do it. And so Ice Prince goes out there and tries to kill everyone. He does pretty good. <laughs> he's his little homicidal son now. Yeah, he's like just running all over the place, killing everyone. Uh, the problem is that there is an army. And so he does get pretty tired pretty quickly. And then the minions come in, like the two lieutenants. And they're like, hey, look, one person against the entire army and us. We can kill him. Uh, and like... <laughs> wait i forgot to mention something as ice prince is killing everyone the necromancer's like hey you know there are a lot of corpses out there i can use those and so uh archer is like oh yeah i can help you with that and like she just throws a fistful of talismans into the sky and archer just oh launches God. like a bunch of arrows randomly <laughs> The thing is, like, you'd think she'd just give him the talismans and he'd, like, attach them to his arrows. But no, she just flings them into the air and he has to do all the work. These are very powerful magical items. She just throws all of them. And he somehow hits all of them, firing three arrows at a time, and they all land in in corpses. And now there's an army of the undead fighting the other army. And that's pretty cool. (laughs) Um, Anyway, uh, Screaming Phoenix Killer finally comes into the battle to save Ice Prince from the two minions and he destroys them very, very quickly. And then he's like, Ice Prince, you kind of suck. You can't even meteor walk. And Ice Prince <laughs> is like, that's not a measure of success. Um, anyway, Screaming Phoenix Killer kills the lady minion in one strike. And the other guy minion's like, oh god, I'm gonna die. But then, the who, what's this? Sword Lover arrives. And he does this classic thing where he just descends out of the sky with like fire and explosions. And it's, it's, it's rad. And he's like, alright, cool. Time to enter, bitches. And that's the end of that episode. Dun, dun, dun. What's going to happen? And so episode seven hits us. And I also called this episode Beige Man's Very Unhappy Bad Luck Day. Oh my God. Beige Man's No Good Very Bad. (laughs) No Good Very Bad Day. Yeah. (laughs) So Sword Lover is here. He has found Vape Wizard and he just like sees him from the shoreline and immediately just appears on the boat and mm-hmm. is like, oh my god, it's it's Vape Wizard. You're here. Or and there's we... like all these dramatic close-ups. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's hilarious. Apparently their code names are, Vape Wizard's code name is Enigmatic Gale. And yeah. the other guy is the Bones of Creation, which is a weird name. Boner and Enigmatic Gale. Oh my god. <laughs> anyway. So, um, Sword Lover, he, like, looks over Vape Wizard, and he looks at his little, his, his gang of people, and he's like, so this is your squad? What a lame squad. (laughs) Like, my squad is 
so much cooler and has way more clout than your lame ass squad. Who's Beige Man? <laughs> I don't even know this guy. How many people is he know killed? Social media. <laughs> anyway, so he's like, you know what? Let's see how far you can make it with such a loser squad. And then he just leaves. <laughs> with everyone in tow. Everyone just leaves. So it's time to keep on trekking. Mm-hmm. Um, that night, Sis is practicing her swords. She's like going at it with her fancy footwork and cool sword moves. Mm-hmm. And um, Ice Prince walks in on her and he starts mansplaining swords to her. <laughs> and is like, you know, you're you're overdoing it. You need to stop. And I'm like, wow, Ice Prince, you're like the biggest overdoer of this group. <laughs> also, he doesn't even use a sword. <laughs> very true um and he's like your sword fighting makes so no sense because you're a lady and you're small and so you gotta compensate for that by like lunging more because you're, you're small and you know and she's like these are sacred moves passed down from my family are you saying that like i've been taught wrong and like i'm bad and he's like, I'm saying that you need to master good moves. <laughs> <laughs> and he gets in this whole discussion of like, well, your moves aren't doing it for you. Your so moves are weak, we'll... bro. Your moves <laughs> are weak. They're weak. Um, and um, you need to like, so you really need to master some good moves because if you use these moves in battles, you're, you'll die. Mm-hmm. But if you master the good moves, you can live on and teach your son those sacred moves of yours that seem so important to you. And then they like get all blush you, blush you because he said your son <laughs> implying that she's gonna have the sexy time <laughs> and have a baby. <laughs> And so she's like, I hate you. <laughs> You're a terrible man for implying I reproduce. I'm going to have children one day. How dare you? How dare you? And Ice Prince is like, Girl, talking to girls is hard. <laughs> anyway. And that's the end of the scene. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> it felt like a, like a middle school theater production, mm-hmm. that random scene that just slid in. Anyway. So the squad is going through some noxious mist, <laughs> and then they realize that they're just right in the middle of Valley of the Dead. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, snap, so this is going to be the whole episode, is Valley of the Dead time. <laughs> um, you know, and maybe multiple episodes, because it's only episode seven, right? Mm-hmm. You know? We're not that far in. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so the zombies appear, and Demon Lady's like, oh, yeah, this is this is why I'm here. <laughs> Forgot about that. <laughs> and so she gets ready to step up to bat. And she's like, sis, can you, um, you know, protect me because I'll be vulnerable while I'm doing my spell, my singing songs. And sis is like, yeah, sure. And she like gets out her little sash and she's like, all right, we got to create this barrier to protect the demon lady. So Ice Prince and Archer, or no, is it Scream? No, yeah. Ice Mm -hmm. Prince and Archer kind of set it up. And uh, it's basically like this triangular form around um, uh, demon lady and everyone's in there except for one person. And Beige Man is just really stupid. He has no idea what's happening. And no one's telling him what's happening. So he's he's not in the circle. So he's like, shit. And so he has to fight. Because, like, the zombies are attacking. Mm. And um, the zombie puppets are funny. Yes, they are. They're just really funny. Demon Lady's singing, but it's not working. And people are like, why isn't this working? Why? I thought you were an all-powerful Demon Lady. 
And she's like, well, I can't really tell what time period these zombies are. What's the vintage on these zombies? Because <laughs> their clothes are so gross. We can't <laughs> tell what time period they're from. And, like, I have to shift my pitch in order to, you know, stop them. And it, it has to match what era they're from. And Phoenix Killer hits, hears this and is like, Hmm. And meanwhile, Beige Man is like trying not to die. Mm. And Phoenix Killer is like, oh, I see. And so he sits down very dramatically <laughs> and is a little shit. And I love him. <laughs> Demon Lady keeps on swinging, singing. And Vape Wizard starts doing his thing where he pretends he's useful. Mm. So he starts giving her critiques while he waves his vape around like he's like he's doing something. Like he's, he's just conductor. waving it around. He's just like, hmm, yes, hmm. Mm. Give it a little more. Mm. Then more emotion and like what the hell are you talking about um phoenix killer is like it's sad they like finally figure out that they're about 200 years old the zombies are mm-hmm. um and demon lady's finally able to subdue them meanwhile like beige man is completely out of breath and like close to passing out he's, he's like literally just dying. he's been fighting zombies non-stop for like 10 minutes yeah because he couldn't get into the circle because he's stupid and uh, Phoenix Killer is like, you know, it's sad that they've been stuck here for 200 years. And I'm like, Phoenix Killer, you murder people. What are you talking about? Like, he went on this whole thing about, like, the magic of the mountain and, like, when this community was destroyed. And it like, gets all philosophical and kind of like, what? <laughs> You're a murderer. You killed so many people. Anyway, Beige Man is dying of sweat and it's really funny. I <laughs> And Vape Wizard is like, let's hurry forward, mm. <laughs> despite that. And Beige Man is like, I hate everyone here, and just trudges along after them. And you're like, wow, what an episode. That felt pretty short. It's because we're not done yet. It's time <laughs> to fight the doll. And I'm like, already? What? Oh my God. These trials, man, mm-hmm. they're just one after the other. Mm-hmm. So they find the doll, and it hasn't moved yet because it's like motion censored. And so, um, they're like, they've stopped right before it. So they're good. And they can kind of theorize on like what they should do because they can't really see the off button that, um, Archer needs to press, press, but beige man is like, let's wake up the dude. And so this is beige man's fault, by the way. Yeah. (laughs) But what happens afterward is less his fault. So beige man just like runs over and starts like hitting the dude, the doll and is like, wake up, dude. And it's really funny. <laughs> and then the thing wakes up. And so Archer takes aim, but <gasps> he misses. Which is not a thing he does. Yeah, he's very pissed about it, too. Mm-hmm. And it shocks all of them. And Beige Man's like, uh, uh-oh. <laughs> so he starts, like, running away from the doll. And then Vape Wizard's like, hmm, it looks like it It only follows that what's moving around. So I initially thought, like, oh, my God, it's going to be Jurassic Park and everyone's going to have to stand extremely still. Mm -hmm. But, no, apparently once it locks on you, it's locked on you. Mm -hmm. So basically he's like, okay, beige man, keep running, but don't come near us. Yeah, if you have to run, go the other way. (laughs) Yeah, you're good. And beige man's like, what? So he's just, like, scampering around. He's already still tired. Mm -hmm. This poor man. Mm -hmm. Um, Archer readies his next arrow and he misses again. Mm -hmm. And so Beige Man's like, oh my god, you guys are useless. So he starts climbing up the stone man, and then he hits the off button himself with his sword. But then he falls. <laughs> and it's like really dramatic. But Archer shoots his arrow and pins him to the stone, nice and safe, very dramatic. 
very cool. Without and someone's killing like, him. Yeah. And he's like, that's how it's done. <laughs> and people are like, wow, Archer never misses when it counts. And I'm like, it counted before. <laughs> it counted so long ago. <laughs> and um, Beigeman is upset and just hanging there and just like wants to get out. And like, so that's done. And uh, they, you know, they're gathering this stuff and they're ready to go. And everyone's like, that was pretty easy. Like, these are really chill trials. I'm sure the Labyrinth of Void will be super easy, too, then. And, like, Phoenix Killer's like, yeah, I'm, like, wicked sick at this poker game. <laughs> so, like, I'm good at this. But, gasp! Right before they get there, Beige Man's like, I'm outie. <laughs> like, and everyone yeah. goes dramatic close-ups and is like, Nani? <laughs> I wonder why. It's almost like you've been treating him like shit this entire episode. I guess, was he here just to, like, take the brunt of everything? Was he just, like, a sponge to absorb? He, the, the first thing wouldn't have happened if he just wasn't in the, if he wasn't outside the circle. Yeah, that's his fault. The second thing was, like, I guess they wouldn't have found it without someone going up and stabbing it. Because Hawkeye couldn't see, or the, 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 the archer wouldn't have been able to see it without the monster turning on. So, like, I guess he helped there. It's just really funny. Yeah. Oh, beige man. Oh, beige man. So what's going to happen next week, Richard? In the uh, next three episodes? I'm, How are they going to get beige man to join, rejoin the party? I think Vape Wizard's going to spin a tail of some kind, and it's not going to work with beige man. I think he's just going to be like, I'm done with you, Vape Wizard. But then Vape Wizard's going to have this huger, bigger machination, and he's going to somehow like trick beige man to do it. Not trick, but maybe like coerce or manipulate him into joining them back again. I think Beige Man might say something about, like, the wasteland. Ooh. Like, something that he shouldn't know. And Beige Man's like, what? Ooh. And, like, that'll convince him to, like, rejoin mm. very angrily mm -hmm. or something. Or maybe Phoenix Killer will say something like, cool, without you, it'll be easier to kill everyone. Mm. Mm. And True. Beige Man's like, oh, darn it. And then he has to go or I something. I don't know. <laughs> But I'm pretty sure, like, he'll join back before the end of the next episode. I would think so as well. Going. I don't. I don't um, think they have the energy to follow two different plots. Yeah, and um, so I think like they're. I think by the end of the three episodes we're gonna watch, they're gonna make it to the Grayskull Mansion mm -hmm. and like have a confrontation with Sword Lover. Yes, fight Sword Lover. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so it's a fun ride. Puppets are funny. Dramatic close-ups of puppets is even funnier. Sorry, I'm looking at my wreck. Oh. <laughs> Which means it's time to go to the rec room. Yay! Rec room! Room, room! Room, room to the rec room. Richard, what's your wreck of the week? My wreck of the room... <laughs> my wreck of the week is Tsumiki no Ie, or the House of Small Cubes. Huh. It is that is Minecraft? A, it is a stop... Well, it's not stop motion. It's an animation uh, submitted to the Sundance Film Festival. Um, it's about 12 minutes long. It's Japanese, but it's uh, it's certainly not anime style. Um, and it's this story, uh, without any dialogue, about this old man who lives in this world where um, there was a great flood and everyone's houses, they keep having to stack another house on top of their house. Uh, to escape the flooding 
And it's about this old man who lives in one of these houses and he's like one of the last few survivors. And uh, he one day discovers a trap door to his old house underneath the water and he goes on a little trip down memory lane. Aw. That sounds lovely. It's sweet and it's sad and it's uh, nice. Aw. How about you, Kellogg? My wreck of the week is Pixar's animated short, Kitbull. Oh, I've been meaning to watch that. It's very cute. It's about a little cat. It's about how pit bulls aren't scary. Yay. And it's Pixar's. You know, it'll be good. That's exciting. I like pit bulls. Yeah, and I like cats. I like cats, too. Yeah. So that's my little short little wreck of the week. Yay. And so, Richard, I think we need to thank some people. We would like to thank the Fat Rat for letting us use the song Prelude as our theme song. Check out their link in our description below. I thought I could do it from memory, but I can't. God <laughs> damn it. Damn it all the hell. Like seven years. Here we go. Oh, oh, didn't load. Here we go. Okay. We would like to thank the Fat Rat for letting us use their song Prelude as our theme song. Check out their YouTube page at the link in our description. You can also find us at our website, animatetheworldcast.wordpress.com. Subscribe to us on iTunes and Google Play Music. Also, if you ever want to send anything our way, you can email us at animatetheworldcast at gmail.com. Also, I should mention that while you're on iTunes or Google Play Music, you should leave us a review and maybe a couple stars. Five of them. So many stars that they light up the night sky Mm -hmm. and that Archer can just hit them all. Yep, because he he hits it when it counts. (laughs) Very true. Yeah. 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 Yep. And if you need anything else, sir. Oh, sorry, I mentioned that earlier. Uh, if you need oh, to oh, say oh. else our way, you can email us at animatetheworldcast.gmail.com. Sorry, I'm just so used to the formula. I know, yeah, like, and I messed it up real bad. But also, okay. <clears throat> I'll get a clean take of it. Uh, blah, 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 animatetheworldcast.gmail.com. Amazing. Yep. Thank you. You're welcome. Um, <laughs> and what should we leave them with this week, Richard? Quite well said. Truly the blessed Queen's English. Oh, the Queen's knickers. (laughs) Jesus Christ. All right. Go watch episodes 8 to 9, 10. Watch 8, 9, 10 next week or for two weeks from now. Yes, yes. Also, Richard. Yes. Happy birthday of our podcast. Oh, my God. Are you serious? Yeah, I mean, like, March 1st was basically when we started. Yeah, holy cow, happy happy podcast birthday. Happy two-year anniversary. Holy cow, have we been doing this for two years? Yep. And I still don't yeah. know our closing message? <laughs> <laughs> Truly. Truly. We're professionals, what can we say? Yep, mm-hmm. Anyway, now we're in our terrible twos, so yeah. it's only going to get worse from here. I'm going to throw tamper tantrums. <laughs> Alright, bye bye! In the winter of 2017, two friends fell in love with the K-pop group. 
The group was so talented, so beautiful, so incredibly full of memes that the two friends wanted to shout their love from the rooftops. Instead, they decided to shout their love from a podcast. This is the story of two normal, God-fearing Americans and their shameful descent into the diamond life. This is 16, a 17 fancast. Join your favorite anime club hosts Kelly and Richard every other week as they talk for unreasonable amounts of time about their favorite K-pop group, Seventeen. You can find us at our website, svt16.wordpress.com. Subscribe to us on iTunes and Google Play Music.